Welcome. To Arcade Audio. episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. It's been a week. Oh boy, has it. It has been a week. Oh boy, has it. It's February 15th, 2018, uh, the day this episode's supposed to air. It'll be airing as soon as we're done with it, or tomorrow, Friday, whenever. You know, it's going to be up. You're going to have it, all right? Listen to it, enjoy it, deal with it. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, happy belated Valentine's Day uh, to all you and your loved ones out there. Um, well, <laughs> well, I did something. Oh, I was at work. I was on hold for like 45 minutes for something, and they kept playing the same damn music over and over again. Mm. And I was like, fuck, I feel like this is like the worst easy listening station. It's like, WFPD, playing all the hits all the time. When you are waiting for your fucking technology connection to answer you at the bank. Um, <sighs> so yeah, uh, if you're new here, what we do is we lose our minds. Slowly but surely. While we try to watch every movie in our massive movie collection. And take care of our 15-month-old daughter. It's actually been like the easiest part of the week. Despite the fact that she's fallen twice. Oh, she she's got, got more bruises than Lennox Lewis. <laughs> she's got a big bump on her head. If anybody didn't know any better, they'd think that we were hitting our child. But no, she's just a giant klutz. Uh, she, so if people know me, yeah. it'll make sense. In Publix earlier, she fell on her butt, then fell on her back, then smashed her head in the juice aisle. And then she saw other children in the aisle, and she's like... Don't cry. You have to be tough. Yeah, she she didn't cry. She yeah, was she didn't a cry. big girl. Uh, apparently some child bit her at school, too. We just found out. I was giving her a bath, and she's got this big bite mark on her shoulder. And So I'm coming for you, kid. I know you listen to this. You're probably less than two years old, but you know what? I don't give a shit. I will punch you in the mouth. <laughs> and the, the, the little the, baby dick. Yeah, I will punch you in your little, yeah, nice fucking one-inch dick, you little... Child. <laughs> All right, we are. So. We are the worst. I think we're probably the worst people that have ever lived. I mean, the worst people that have a podcast. I'm like, eh. That's, no, no, the worst people that have ever lived. Yeah. We're going to punch babies in their one-inch dicks. going to punch? That, it's not even an inch. I don't know. I don't know. That's Steve I Molly. haven't seen a lot of baby dicks. <laughs> That's a sentence that you want on your tombstone. I'll gear to us. No, somehow I feel like like I'm in the opposite. Like, I've seen a lot of baby dicks, man. No, don't 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 put Augie on blast. Um, so we watched today's movie on Monday, <laughs> uh, which was February 11th. Yeah, February 11th. So we watched it Monday night, and you know, recently we haven't been able to like you know we w- finish watching a movie. And then by that time, when the baby's asleep or whatnot, like we have no we time to record. We need to go it. to sleep. Yeah, so we have, so it's We're like tired. okay, cool. We'll record tomorrow. Uh, two things 
from Tuesday, so I forgot that uh, our wonderful home, Arcade Audio, we had a, a board meeting that night, which I was supposed to go to. So I was like, all right, well, we'll just record after uh, the board meeting. Uh, the board meeting didn't... I never made it to the board meeting because Samantha's car wouldn't start. Nope. So we had to figure that out. I had to get the baby. We had to get you home. It was a big old mess. It was a long evening. It sucked. But, you know, it's like, okay, that's done. Eat, you know, the usual things. So Wednesday was my day off. Valentine's Day. Yesterday. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy fucking Valentine's Day. You know what's funny? I went through Facebook, like, on this day, this morning, and at least twice over the past ten years, I've been, like, ill on Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day can go fuck itself. Um, we're no longer... Ce- this is the last we, year we're celebrating February 14th. We, we will only celebrate February 17th. We don't ever really actual, celebrate. Because February 17th is our actual dating anniversary, so we just kind of lump the two together and more so celebrate the 17th. The 14th, we're not doing it. Treating like a normal-ass day from uh, now on. Yeah, it's a, it's a day. Because so, it's, it's, it's cursed. Um, yeah. We drop the baby off. I take you to work. We call AAA to um, get the car finally like looked at because we didn't get a chance to do that because we were too busy trying to figure out how to get the child on uh, on Monday, on Tuesday, sorry. And, uh, you know, he's taking a look at it. I go run some errands. I don't have no problem saying I'd take a giant shit. My stomach didn't feel too well. I come back. We <laughs> I figure- was wondering why you were being coy about it. I'm like, you tell everybody when you have to shit. Uh, you t- once cleared a party. The Target's true. Uh, the Target in uh, Claremont, Florida, I apologize for what I did to your bathroom. Um, You're not really sorry. So I come back, and the guy's like, yeah, we're going to have to take it to the sh- get a tow. Okay, so I call you out, and I'm standing there. And I'm like, ooh, I don't feel too good. I know what this is. And you got pale. Uh, you got real pale. I started getting kidney stone pain again. If uh, you've been listening throughout the years to me on podcast on the Arcade Audio Network of Shows, you know that I've had kidney troubles. Uh, on the five-year Podswoggle uh anniversary show I was actually recording it on this very couch the day I had a lithotripsy surgery uh, to get the kidney stones finally removed from my system but surprise they're back it's the sequel that nobody wants um I've been doing everything in my power to make sure that I don't get these fucking things again I've never known you to drink so much water and they just keep happening uh so it looks like it's just something that my body does thank you body I appreciate it um it wasn't Sadly, this was like the easiest I've ever had to deal with it because it's just so fucking normal at this point. That sucks. I can't. I drove home, twenty five minute drive home. I fidgeted more than Pee Wee Herman at a fucking outhouse. <laughs> um, I got home. I thankfully had some extra pills. I have so many pills from so many kidney stones. I don't even know what any of them are anymore. I just have just enough to get me through like whatever happens. Yeah. Took some pills, laid down, felt better. Did a bunch of stuff around the house. Started feeling like shit again, laid down, felt better. Uh, you came home, and then I really started to feel bad. And you cooked dinner that was supposed to be romantic, that I was supposed to make for you. It was so romantic when I made I couldn't, it. I couldn't even hold my child. I was in so much pain, which is the worst part you of it. You couldn't even move from the couch. Yeah, uh, and I finally fell asleep. I woke up in excruciating pain. Uh, finally managed to pee out. What essentially looks like a pencil shaving. Like, literally, like, one sole pencil shaving is causing all this agony and pain. I go back to sleep. I, I wake up. I call. I had to call out of work, um, which was a whole other story because everyone was calling out of work today. Um, but I had the most legitimate excuse. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I peed out another little pencil shaving type thing, and I've been all like woozy and like and 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 like not kidney stone pain, but like the day after you have it, your body just feels like it's been through some shit. And, For those uh, of you just joining us, this is the uh, Doctor Hour on uh, Married with Movies. I'm well, sure all of you yeah. want to hear these uh, finite details. So this of, whole thing uh, comes out of my dick hole, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was. That that so, was that was mullet's that was, that was mullet's my week, week. And both of our weeks, uh, because I of that. I didn't piss out today. <laughs> today, um, I was recuperating, taking it easy to make sure that you know nothing else bad was going to happen to me. Uh, I was on the couch, and how did I spend my day? I watched a couple movies <laughs> so that I could talk about here on Married with Movies. Um, two movies that I know you really had no like interest or knowledge of to see. Nope. Um, so the first one I watched, I watched Happy Death Day. Um, it was a horror movie that came out on Friday the 13th earlier on in, uh, in 2017. Basically, like, Groundhog Day meets Scream. Um, I dug it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was really cool, really good. Um, good. I love, love time loop movies. Um, yeah, I, I think you would also enjoy it. It's a PG-13 horror movie, so it's not gory or bloody or... Okay. Anything. Uh, it's, it's Blumhouse, and Blumhouse is absolutely killing it right now. They're the people that did Get Out. They're the people that are doing any like horror movie that's halfway decent. So I watched that, and then I watched Brigsby Bear. Um, Kyle Mooney, Greg Kinnear, Claire Danes, Matt Walsh, Michaela Watkins, like a big old cast. Um, Mark Hamill, a small indie movie that came out this past summer. Um, they got some pretty good reviews and didn't didn't really get any traction or anything. I'd been wanting to see for a while because it was very interesting to me. Was totally different than what I was expecting going in. Really, and I fucking loved it. One good. of the honestly one of the best movies I've seen in quite a while. Good. Um, I thought it was great. Uh, we'll cover it one day on the podcast um, whenever I buy it. But uh, yeah, if if you haven't. Like taking a look at Brigsby Bear. If you're not a big Kyle Mooney or Beck Bennett fan, Beck Bennett fan, um, Beck Bennett is is in the movie. He's pretty much plays like a, a straight man. He doesn't like get involved in kind of any of like the main storyline. He's just there. But if you're not a big Kyle Mooney fan, I think this will definitely like kind of change your perspective on him a little bit. Um, yeah, dug the shit out of it. So check that out. Um, don't get a kidney stone though. Um, <laughs> that's that's that's. If you can help it. If you can help it. So that's uh, the recap of the week and why we're late. And, uh, yeah, this is your week. This is the um, your nomination, and you happen to decide to co- uh, correlate it, uh, or connect it, I should say. Yeah, I wanted to try to connect it to Valentine's Day. So I picked uh, a love story. Um, if you didn't listen to last episode when I nominated this movie... A couple, uh, weeks ago. a couple weeks ago, the reason I nominated this movie, Blue Valentine, even though it is not a Valentine's Day movie, is because one year when we were at Walmart buying movies like we always do, somebody put it in the Valentine's Day section, and I thought it was really funny. Because mm-hmm. uh, it is, it, I mean, it says Blue Valentine, a love story. Um, the most provocative film of the year. Um, so... Yeah, let me let me go ahead and let's get in it. The best movie of the year says Joe Newmeyer, New York Daily News. Hey, you thought I was gonna mess that up? Hey, fuck you. It's a pretty 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 pregnant pause. 
No love story has been told quite so powerfully as Blue Valentine. Oscar nominee for Best Actress Michelle Williams and Ryan Gosling, Oscar nominee Half Nelson, star in this honest, moving, and uninhibited love story. Told in an innovative style that blends present moments in time with romantic past memories, Blue Valentine is the uncompromising portrait of Dean and Cindy, a young married couple who have grown apart, taking one night away from their daughter to try to save their relationship. Highlighted by provocative scenes alternately intimate and intense, the film captured audiences and critics alike, with the Los Angeles Times pronouncing it something extraordinary, a Valentine that actually says something true about being in love. So maybe it is a Valentine's Day movie because everybody else seems to think it is. Because Valentine is in the, uh, what the fuck is it? Uh, my bloody Valentine is in a Valentine's Day movie. Hey, well maybe it is. We just maybe we're just too cynical to, to see, to see the truth. We saw this in theaters when we it did. came out. We did, we did because I'm a huge Ryan Gosling fan. In case uh, you haven't been listening to the show, and I'm a big independent film fan. Uh, in so, case you haven't been listening to the show. Yeah, so the kind of, uh, um, kind of match and up. And I was a teenage girl, so I love Dawson's Creek, and Michelle Williams was on Dawson's Creek. God. Shout out James, James Vanderbeek. <laughs> James Vanderbeek is the voice of uh, Boris, Boris the Dad. Huntley on Vampirina, one of Jillian's favorite shows. Hey. She's 15 months hey, old. Hey, hey, hey. Keep getting them checks, Vanderbeek. Keep getting them checks. So I think this is the first time we've watched it. I think it's only the second time that we've watched it. I don't think we've ever, like, caught it on TV. It's not really a TV movie. No, um, it's, not. it's not. Or we haven't watched it since we bought it. Um, yeah. But um, it's Look. definitely the first time we watched it since we've been married and had a child. I'll tell you that much. What? I mean, why, 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 do you, why do you point that? Why do you point that out? Well, no, I mean... Why do you point that out? Because that's what the film is about. Okay, it's, it's, I was going to say that this is two. actually a beautiful movie, and it's one of my favorites, and then you have to say, oh, well, it's the first time we've watched it since we've been married and had a baby. Because <laughs> this movie came out in what year? When not, this movie came out? Uh, come 20... 2010? 2011, yeah. I remember they... We weren't even living together when this movie came out. We moved in together... I'm sorry, what? I'm kidding. I'm sorry, what? I'm kidding. So don't I'm you, kidding. remember you're putting this up right after this. You can't edit any of this out. No, I know. I'm, I'm on the oh, record okay. here. I get um, it. Tell, what? <laughs> Say that again? I'm on the record. I Say get it. Say that comment again? I'm on the record. I get it. Uh, you said, so you love this movie. It's one of your favorites. I mean, it was. It was until this podcast. <laughs> uh, I have to say. Uh-huh. No, I, I mean, I really enjoyed it, and... Um, I don't know if people could tell from this show, but independent movies especially, most movies, I don't really know anything about going into it. I don't follow the trade sheets like Mullet does. I'm sorry? I don't think they're called that. I don't, well, I obviously don't know what they're called because I don't follow them, but I don't really keep up on it. You know, obviously I know like the big movies like. you know, Marvel movies and things like that. And even then, I don't know too, too much about it. I know basic basics about it. So any independent movie, I'm always excited to watch if it piques my interest, and it does. It did, and I didn't really know anything about it going into it, and I came out really <coughs> appreciating how powerful it was and the story that it told because it's a true story. Um, This came out right around the time that you and I... Our, uh, 
rose-colored glasses came off in our relationship, and we were having some struggles, and so I think it was a little relatable, even though we weren't married at the time, sure. or had a baby, or went to a sex motel or anything. Um, but it was still, like, still had elements. Never, but on the record, uh, never been to a sex motel. You said it, like, <laughs> like oh, all, at those, that time. all those things are things that we have done since. <laughs> like, okay, you know, I know. Been no. gotten married, had a baby, been to a sex motel. Yeah, you know, no. the okay, use, no. the use, no, yeah. you know? No. Although, I will say, all right, so if you, no, Wait. no, no. No, no, I was going to say, so of those two choices, uh, what was the other one? The future room, and what's the other one? Uh, uh, oh, God, what was the other one? Um, it's a problem watching this like four days ago. I know, it sucks. Future room or Cupid something? Yeah, Cupid something. Cupid something? Right? Yeah. You picked future, future room. room. Okay, good, just want to make sure. Room. That was one of, my, one of my questions was, we'd pick the same sex room, right? And it's the future room. Yeah, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. you have to. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't you have to be? Sorry. I completely... Lost where do you even thought. where do you even find like if I like literally Google like Orlando sex hotel? Well, no, no, because Orlando motel, any hotel is a is a sex hotel. <laughs> they were in motel. Hold on, you know the difference between oh, uh, hotel and motel. Oh, wait, is hotel, motel, Oh, and you said, you said Pennsylvania, and I went back to Vampirina. I'm like, wait, they're running a sex motel on Vampirina? <laughs> it's like, I really start paying attention to what Jillian is watching. Doesn't this take place in Pennsylvania? Yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> I think so. Um, oh, no. Mate, what? No, I Chicago? think it's New York. New York. Or he's from Brooklyn. Again, we watched it four days ago. I don't remember the minutiae. But anyway, like, <laughs> like, is, like those don't exist anymore, right? Like, they're not like sure aver- they they're, but they're not like advertised as it. It's rural. just like rural. I think they exist because there's nothing else to do in those places. Like, like hourly motels aren't a thing. I mean, I'm sure that there are. Like how the, but, like, seriously, you go up to a desk and you'd be like, hi, I need a, um, uh, this room for, like, four hours. Like, how does that person immediately call the cops? Well, well, no, because, I mean, look at, like, on SVU, they always are busting into the hotels that charge hourly rates. And they don't yeah. ask, they don't ask for ID. Yeah, but those are, like, in big, shitty cities. Uh, or in, or in real, Orlando, yeah. yeah. Or in, like, real, real rural places. Um, Sorry, I got distracted when you brought up Sex Motel. I, I could tell. But, yeah. Uh, what I, was I saying? You were talking about how, how this movie, was, how powerful it is, especially at the time yeah, when we so first it was, watched it. it. You yeah, really, agree with that. So I really enjoyed it then. And, yeah, it's been, it's, I mean, been, what, eight years now? And I think it holds up really well. I really enjoyed it. I, I... Even though you kept checking to see if I had fallen asleep, I didn't fall asleep. It's just like my mo uh, in movies normally. It was a good sign when you don't. Right. So yeah, I I, I really like it. What about you? I agree. Yeah, I I thoroughly still enjoyed it. There's a couple of parts to it on second viewing that I didn't necessarily like. My favorite thing about it is of how relatable and real it is. I mean, we, there's some things we've never gone through. We've never gone through a, an almost abortion. We've never gone through, um, you know, me getting beaten up or like. Wow. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, keep, keep running your mouth. Yeah, or like alcohol addiction, or um, or like an abusive family, like all those. To the extent that they do in this movie, yes. Again, that makes it sound like we've been through one of those things to some extent. Look, None we, of those things we've been through. We need to keep the audience guessing. Okay, <laughs> we can't tell our whole lives on this podcast. Okay. Um, so they're they're <laughs> heightened because it is still um, a work of fiction. Uh, a couple of moments I feel are heightened too much and they take me out of the movie and we'll get to those. 
Um, but everything else about it, I love the... I like the love story more than I love... The falling out the of love story? The falling out of love story. Well, yeah, because you're a hopeless romantic. Well, yes. You're... I am. Yeah. What we call a BGB. Big girl's blouse. Mm-hmm. For those Brits out there listening. Um, yeah. No, I just... It, it was hard to watch, which makes which means that it was very well done because yes. it's supposed to be hard right. to watch. Right, it's supposed to be. I still just didn't, you know, like I, the the future room sex scenes, this movie was kind of notorious when it came out and that it was originally NC-17 because of how like graphically it depicted things. And in this, it's like you watch it and it's so stupid, the double standards of fucking... Anything like how many movies off the top of your head can you think of where there's like simulated fucking fellatio and then one movie of like minor up close cunnilingus and it's like nope no 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 they, they can't see that it's fucking ridiculous but um the things that are more bothersome are like the like the sex scenes in the future room or like the the anti sex scenes or whatnot. It's just it's it's hard to watch because <laughs> it's just it's it's real, but it's also sad, and they both do so such a good job of playing both ends of it. Um, so yeah, so I like the other stuff. I like, you know, I like I, I like the dynamics. I like, I like the, the dynamic. I mean, the dynamic itself makes for a good movie, but the the earlier stuff is just you know, there's a sense of hope, <laughs> you know, like you know. You don't, you know where it's going, and you're happy with the journey. Whereas the other one, again, you know where it's going, but you're at the end of it going to be sad, and then it just kind of ends so abruptly, with so many unknown things. Him just like him just going to walk off. Oh yeah, it it works. It It works. Definitely works. That's the thing. Like like, I don't, I don't like that. I like this movie because it's so sad, but I like it. You know, I can't help it because it is real and raw and filled with that emotion. It makes me feel those emotions, and that's when you know it's a good movie. I think it's very well done. Um, acting. Great. Yeah, wise, two, two fantastic performances. Writing. Derek St. France uh, does a great job uh, directing, and it's a very personal yeah. piece for him. Um, we... As soon as the movie was over, we had like a little powwow. We're just like, that's not us, right? And we're like, no, okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, it's hard because you're like, oh my God, that. Cause like a lot of it story, is, for us, a lot of it's relatable. A lot of, a it, lot is of it is relatable. Um, in terms of just, you know, I mean, I think we each see the difference. It's been, it'll be 11 years and two days that we've been <coughs> together. Um, Samantha just got a kidney stone, a alien burst out of her chest and she threw up um it'll be 11 years and yes I, I think we each see the difference in us 11 years ago versus now and how we are about. i mean to what be... <laughs> what do you mean uh, well, i'm not different it's basically in weight just another person um <laughs> are you calling me fat no between the two of us between the two of us i had a baby you yeah, know, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, like, if you were to take... Are you saying I'm another... No, I'm but a, both of us. I'm a double? Both. Do you want to know how much weight you caused me to gain? That's a, probably another person on its own. Excuse me? Let's talk about it. 
Fine, let's put it on the record. How much <laughs> did you weigh when we got together? Oh, man. I don't even remember. That's how long mm-hmm. ago it was. Yeah, exactly. Probably like 170, mm-hmm. 180. So, what I really liked was... <laughs> But but no, for real. I I enjoy. We're different than we were now. Just we're more mature. We're nineteen years old, you know. Sixty um, pounds. <laughs> yeah, and mine's yeah, one hundred thirty pounds. I told you between two of us, we gained another person, and that doesn't count her. She ends up being one hundred thirty pounds. Is just creepy. Um, but that general spirit, and not to say we don't have it. I mean, like you and I can walk through a theme park and just make fun of children. And be the happiest we've ever been. Or, we're so or mean. fake argue over the covers like we did the other night when we were trying to go to sleep. Like little things like that Wait, that are just... Fake what over the covers? Like, you know, you, I was complaining how you put the warm part of the covers on me instead of the cold part of the covers and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Like little <laughs> shit like that. Like we still have that. But like them bullshit dancing and singing like in the street. Like, that, like that's just not what it's going to be anymore, but it's very similar to, you know, kind How, of the general what our nature and youth and love like. and stuff like that. Yes, um, yes. And we are definitely nowhere near where we are, like, can't even barely talk to one another. Um, but to say it did, when we fought, when we, fight, when we were younger, well, when we were younger, when we fought, we fought. Yeah. Like how they fight. Uh, but that's now, though. Like, when they they no, didn't really know, fight when I they're know. younger. The only thing they really get into when they're younger is when she's, when he's trying to get out of her, um, like, what she won't tell him, that she's pregnant. And he, like, basically is about to climb over a fence in oncoming traffic, which is a, which is a real scene, by the way. Um, yeah. The director, oh, yeah. uh, they lived together for a month, um, had to, like, live as a family, and then he would give them, like, alternate... Uh, Instruction. Like methods. Like, yeah, things to do. It's like, you cannot tell him this no matter what. You have to get this information out of her no matter what. Which is what that scene is, is she's not allowed to tell him the story, and he's got to get out of her anyway he can, so Ryan Gosling wins by basically threatening to kill himself <laughs> in the middle of oncoming traffic mm-hmm. until Michelle Williams says something. Um, but, like, those, like, yeah, their fights now, um, which are horrifying, because I'm, like, thinking, like, five years on the road... There's still a part of me that's, like, fearful. I know we'll never get there, but there's still, like, you know. I know it, The unknown. Know. Yeah. Right. Like, you, you don't unknown. know what the future holds, and that's what's scary, because it our love story could end up like that, and that's what's scary. Yeah. I don't It's not, it's not going to, but it could. God, please don't tell me I have that hair. It could <laughs> end up like that. <laughs> Our love story could end up like that. You cunt. That's what's scary. <laughs> you time that when I drink water, too. I don't... I didn't time it out any certain way. Uh, you at home, you will never s- s- know the look she gave me. I didn't give you any... I'm trying to focus you on You look me up and down, but only from the sh- the neck up. Like, man, your hair going looks looks bad already. <laughs> I think it's receding in the front, too. Is it? Let's finish this podcast and we can have that no! conversation. <laughs> I do not want to be on the record saying anything about your hair. Um, I'm going to beat up your boss. <laughs> she'll take you out. Damn it. That's why you don't work with any men. <laughs> Darn it. Sorry, I keep... You, I interrupted. What were you saying? I don't... I don't... Remember. What is your favorite... Uh, favorite scene or part of I wasn't movie. saying anything about my favorite scene. No, I'm just... Uh, you I was talking it. about your hair, but that's okay. I could go into your my favorite scene. We were talking part. about the unknown. 
Oh, yeah, the unknown, yeah. So it's scary because it, you know, it's not, it's a future. It may not be ours, but it's a future. The fact that, you know, I'm really empathetic. So when, you know, seeing people feeling that emotion so raw and knowing that that's a future for some people, because, I mean, how many people do know that I've been engaged and then broke it off or married mm-hmm. and then divorced and mm-hmm. you know like or like in long term relationships and then broke up it's like just upsetting that you know their stories are over oh excuse me that they're right. you know like their love stories are over but I'm happy that ours isn't yeah I agreed and I mean it's like like we mentioned they 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 were through so much in such a short time in such a yeah in such a short amount of time um and the way and it's non-linear either so you so the way things unravel are also like we only get right we get them interrelated we don't necessarily see the actual linear story yeah right away which i think really helps the pace and i really like that the pace of the movie i think was really Mm -hmm. good Um, I really liked, I think my favorite scene was, uh, I'm trying to think, um, I really enjoy, like, when, uh, Ryan Gosling is showing Walter, the old man, like, his setup and stuff, I I thought that that was really sweet. You get to see what a genuine person, because, like, up until that point, you, like, He's, you see like, Ryan oh, Gosling being Ryan, bag. yeah, like he's like, I'll do anything, you know. Uh, that was my. I'm attempt sorry, to... what? That was. I... Wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. I I thought I was trying to Ryan Gosling, and I like halved it. You know, I'll do anything. You know, like, it that's like matter. Mark Wahlberg doing Ryan Gosling. Hey, how's it going? I'm Ryan Gosling. Hey, how's it going? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, yeah, he's just like a moving guy, and you're not sure like what his past is, or, like what his deal is, and then you see him like genuinely care for this old man so much by, like, setting his room up and, like, making sure that he's taken care of. And you see, like, how much it means to that that old man, even though he can't really process it. Yeah, I, I love that, that like part. It, yeah, like it... And I, then the next thing, you know, he's gone, and that's kind that's of... Life. it's That's life. Unfortunately, and I think that yeah. that's what this movie's all about, is the realness of, mm-hmm. of life. Like, it doesn't shy away from death. Mm-hmm. Falling in love, falling out of love, abortion, having a baby, also, growing like your, a family. Like your abusive, fa- like I, it's not even really addressed, like how abusive, like her dad is, just like this raging, like masculine maniac, you know, who like doesn't like dinner and like slams shit down, and like then he's the caregiver for the child, like he's right. like the voice of reason, not the voice of reason, but like he's still looked upon to take care of things and. Like, that's just what you have to do with family and life. Like, if you have those things, like, you know, it's yeah. just the way that it is. Yeah, and um, I, I think it did a great job of, of yeah. saying that. Yeah, my favorite part is whatever, everything that like, comes, like, after Walter. So, like, him finding that he's gone and then meeting uh, meeting her on the bus and they're kind of, like, first unofficial dates. Mm-hmm. So, that stuff. Um, it, it wouldn't be, like, my favorite scene, but, I mean... Her at the clinic, like that whole like it's in real time, it's it's unbridled. Yeah. Like you just like have to like sit through it, yeah. And like and like experience it is just 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. Ooh, it's it's rough. Same, th- I mean, same thing we already talked about with the future room is like it's you see every like it cuts off around to like you know so you don't see them gradually just get drunker and drunker and drunker. You know, it, it kind of happens quicker, but you know them trying to be intimate together is you know it's in real time and it's just what it is and you just have to sit through it and like wait and see what's gonna happen. Um, what do you not like? Um, I know it's necessary because it's part of the story and like how they fell in love. I didn't like what was that the jock's name? Oh, the guy that Bobby um, or yeah, Bobby, yeah, Bobby like Ontario. Him. Yeah, I didn't like that's him. a fake poor name. Real poor name. I didn't like him or his scenes. I didn't like that whole thing. Um, but I see why it was important. I didn't, I didn't like that, like, he's brought back, like, there's no, like, that is one of the two things I was talking about that just, like, like, breaks the realism of it for me, is there's no way she would have talked to him, or she she should talk to him in the supermarket, this guy that knocked her up, that beat up her current husband, you know, like, no matter what problems are going on, she's not going to be, like, nice to this dude. Like, she's not, She's like, a nice person. You know, she's a nice person, but she's not going to, like, flirt with him like she does. Mm-hmm. You know, it just was super, super weird to me. Okay. Why are you reacting like this? Nope, nothing. I was going to ask you a question, but... Oh, go I ahead. wait till after the show. No, please, no. So, if you ran into... Mm-hmm. Some girl that you had a crush on in high school... Mm-hmm. You wouldn't flirt with her? The difference is... What? That you that, didn't knock him up? Yeah. That I, I would have never even gotten so much as... <laughs> so you, you didn't get the tip in? Is that what you're trying to say? As soon as I started, I was like, shit, I can't answer this. No, somebody I never had sex with. Somebody who... Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody who didn't... Can you look at me when you're saying this? No, this is my safe area <laughs> Somebody who I was never even actually dating, you know, like, it's But you different. wanted to date. Somebody who I didn't ha- technically have a child with, mm-hmm. and then in turn is being mm-hmm. raised by somebody else. It is completely different. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that if you ran into this person, you'd flirt with them? In the grocery store? <laughs> this is one big trap. <laughs> in the deli section? No. No, I would exchange pleasantries. What say, Pleasantries. Hey, how have you been? <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> How's your husband doing? Uh huh. How you know? How you know all that? Uh, how you know social that? media is a hell of a drug. <laughs> no, for real. I mean, <laughs> you suck. This was such a trap. You're the one who brought it up. I'm sorry. I, I didn't did bring it not. up. No, I, I was just saying... I didn't say it. I was saying how unreal... It's very unrealistic because I would not do those things. So you wouldn't... You wouldn't stop if you saw somebody in the supermarket mm-hmm. that you knew and you're like, oh my God, I was so in love with them when I was 14 years old. But the, you wouldn't they, you wouldn't stop and be like, oh my God, how are you? Da, da, da. They didn't and then have, you wouldn't come home and tell me about it? So is that what you're... Are you no. saying... Wait. They didn't have an amicable breakup. He... Okay. Impregnated her, but this left is, her. This is many years later. Beat right? up her boyfriend. Okay. That doesn't matter. That that's the kind of thing you don't like exchange pleasantries over. You just don't. Mm-hmm. It's that's totally different than your 
trappings. I'm not trapping anything. Uh-huh. I'm and just especially, asking. And then the, the following conversation with them in the car about it, because it was so, like, uh, so, like, pronouny, you know, like, not waiting you to, to figure out, like, why it was such a big deal. That also bothered me. Like, it was just a natural scene. Um, what, what, what about it was unnatural? That she told him that she ran into her ex? We're or? done with this. Again, it's an ex. I don't have that, so it's fine. Oh, um, you have several exes. We could talk about one of them. Fucking God, can I move on? Sure. Um, we can revisit this afterwards. Great, wonderful. I look forward to it. Um, so that part bothered me. And, and bothered kind of, me too. Kind of to your point, I also didn't like a lot of those scenes. I don't know. Um, the main thing I didn't like was the, the climax at the doctor's office. It just was very... Yeah, yeah. It just was too much. And it was, again... Too over the top. Too over the top, unrealistic. You could have done the same thing in a different way without it getting there and him punching the doctor and punching the doctor and, and, like, and like, locking doors and breaking in and, like, this whole big hullabaloo, uh, like, him drunk and then, like... She's still, like, leaving with him and, like, the way that she asked for the divorce and then, like, even them in the house afterwards, like, it didn't stick the landing to me. That That's all. Like, it, to that point, it kind of yeah. became a little fantastical, whereas I would have rather it just been, like, you know, even if he, like, goes and, like, sees her at work and, like, they leave, you know, and then that happens. Like, he didn't have to, like, get her to lose her job and, like, yeah. basically get arrested or whatever happens. Not for me. Just, no thanks. Um, also, yeah, I... but you're never one to cause a scene in public. So I think that also speaks to your personality. Sure, because I... Because, yeah. I hate when, like, you, like, loudly critique me about something in public. I'm like, no one needs to fucking know that. Like, it's our business, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, that's, I think people need to know it. That's just, oh, great. That's just, that's just how I am, you know? Right, um, right. So I think that that also plays to it. Because sure. I didn't like it, but it didn't bother me as much as it bothered yeah, it, you. It, it really bothered me. For me, I mean, I'm a pretty loud person. Yeah. Naturally. Your mouth's so big, you're technically whispering right now. Um... You also, I also it kind of bothered me that like I feel like you're supposed to pick a side almost, like. Don't you normally have to when it comes to that kind of thing? Yeah, and I get that. It's just so you see him being like so good with the kids. I'm so good with the with the daughter, and like I very much relate to that because I saw a lot of parallels in like those early scenes of him. All he wanted to do is like playing and being the fun one, and the mom, you know, having to be like the bad guy almost. Which we haven't, like, experienced too, too much. No. Like, like, I feel like we almost were there at a certain point, and then now, like, it's, we're both the fun ones, we're both the responsible ones. Like, she doesn't look to one of us more for, she looks to us each for certain things. Yeah, but I'm the disciplinarian. You're still, you're still the more of a disciplinarian one, but she knows that if she does something bad, like, I will definitely punish her for it, or, like, make sure that she hears it. Like, it's not like I just let her go laissez-faire. Um, but then also, like, you see Michelle Williams a lot, you know... She, like in that scene in the like, supermarket, she's talking to the guy, and you find out what it is. Like, you're just like, man, she really, again, to me, but like, that's kind of like a shitty thing to do to put on him. But then also, he's an alcoholic who, who doesn't do anything with his life. You know, like, you're pulled in each direction, right. and. There's pros and cons for each of them, and there's things to relate to for each of them, and things to repel you from them. 
So and and I think it does it does it does a a good job mm-hmm. of it, you know. And you see, you just see like Michelle Williams' character just grow more and more frustrated mm-hmm. with the whole situation, you know. Even from like when she gets waking up in the morning and then she makes the cereal and then she's like cleaning up after children, like it just escalates. So naturally, but even and you that see it grow. Even that bothered me. Like when they wake her up and like she's so like like if Jillian and I did that to you or you do that to me with Jillian all the fucking time, and I'm never like that. You know what I mean? Like I might be a little upset, but I'm not like yelling, screaming. You know, like fighting it tooth and nail. Am I? <laughs> um, for the most part, you're okay, but. Oh man, I am fucking exhausted right now. So, I can relate. And, and that's the thing, and that's the thing too with this movie. It's like, yeah, okay, was it over-exaggerated? Yes, but can I see myself doing that at a certain point? Yeah, I could. I could, because... Especially what this movie is, it's just know? like a two-hour... Do I do that or no? Yeah, it's like it's just like a... a, a delve into like the human condition and this condition of being in love and being a family and and forgetting that almost and not having anything there i think it's important too for you and i that we have our own things we have Mm -hmm. our own stuff that we do we have our stuff that we do together and you know we we try to learn from each other and do stuff for for each other like how much reality tv did you watch before me uh very little and yeah. if i did it was even trashier than the stuff that you watch yeah i don't watch trash flavor either. flav shout out to fit flavor of love half those girls are probably dead <laughs> and the other half are pregnant um so. i don't watch shitty reality tv till i met you <laughs> Yeah, and I never watched a good reality TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Either, you know? So, you know, yeah. every relationship's a give and take. So, yeah. that was what my point was there. Okay, I I'm completely glad. forgot that. No, I'm, I'm, glad we, I'm glad we settled it on Flavor of Love. God, How could hold you on. not? Hold on. I want to do this real quick. I'm going to look up Flavor of Love, and I'm going to read some of the names. Oh, yeah. I can tell you the names. No, like... New York? Well, uh, no, I'm not talking Hoop? like that. I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking about hoops with a Z. Who's dimples with a Z. Uh, Bubbles with a Z. Who the fuck was Picasso? It must have been a bitch with a weird nose. Um, Apples. Pumpkin. Pumpkin with no second P. Goldie. Um, hold on. I mean, that's just season one. So I wanted to do is just read the names. There, I remember there was a delicious. Yeah, man, was that spelled wrong. Uh, Bucky with two E's and a Y. Nibbles. I want nibbles. No, Toasty with three E's. Something missing the G. Bama? Where is she from? Safari? That is spelled incredibly incorrect. How do they spell it? I I don't even know if I could read this all. It's got two A's back to back in it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was something, huh? Okay, we're done with that. Um, I also want to shout out this movie. It's got one of my favorite uh, un-PC jokes of all time. The uh, child molester in the woods joke. Always love that joke. And that joke and that, that scene incorporates that, the two okay. of us 
perfectly, perfectly. because Michelle I, Williams is the one telling the joke, and Brian Gossie trying so hard not to laugh at it, and and, and but, but that's us. But then his character is just like like also kind of like repugnant to it as well, and I'm like, yeah, that's the two of us. And yeah, and and I like that scene. That's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, well, that's that's why I said like, it's like that, it's yeah. like them on like their whole like date thing, and then yeah. like, him like playing that. the the ukulele or whatever so bad, and her just being goofy and stuff. Like, yeah, that's that's the stuff that I dig. Um, MVP and LVP. I mean, it's a two-person race. You can yeah, all, you can really you can ultimately. I'm fine either way. I don't know which way you want to go. I think I have a preference, but. I mean, it's it's tough because they both do a really, really phenomenal job with their characters and bringing them to life and being relatable and everything. So, you know, it's tough. What do you think? I mean, Michelle Williams was the one nominated. She was. Um, they were both think, nominated for Golden Globes. Um, but I think Ryan Gosling just... I lean towards Gosling because I am a man. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I... He's on my list. I mean, he's at the top of my list. He does... He's numbers one, two, and three. He does certain things that I'm not thrilled about. Whereas, like, there's not many with Michelle Williams that I could nitpick for. But the things that he does that are great, I feel, are better than anything she does. Like, she, to me, is kind of consistent, like, straight across the board. Whereas he has, like, some incredible peaks in this movie. And he has a couple valleys near the end. But again, I, I think that's just him trying to play up to the outlandish stuff that I was talking about. Um, that's who my... I'm fine with that. That's who my kind of... I'm fine with that. ...feeling was towards, and I feel bad that that's happening, but I honestly feel like besides her being drunk in the future room, and at the end, like, she doesn't really have much else... Oh, that abortion scene, though, was fucking... Yeah. I mean, she she does a lot of really great... Like, her emotions and, like, her facial expressions and, like, the way she reacts to things. Um, I, but, but, like, I feel like she's just really timid in a lot of, like, the um, flashback scenes. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's, she's a little more timid than I would have liked um, to see. I get that. All right, so we kind of talked ourselves into it. We're going Ryan Gosling. Yeah. So, Ryan Gosling, that is his second MVP, so he'll join the Two-Timers Club. Congratulations, Ryan Gosling. I'm sure that's the award he... Join my Two-Timers Club. Wait, didn't he get... Excuse me? What? Uh, LVP. What's that, Bobby, Bobby? He's not my LVP. Man, I just didn't like his face. You're probably... (laughs) You're so critical. You're probably going to eventually work me down on it, but I want to pitch somebody to you. I really just... I just Um, thought he was just an oath. Well, he was, was his character. But uh, I just think he wasn't trying. He wasn't acting. My vote is for Ben Shankman, Who's the doctor. That? Oh yeah, he was a little. He was a little nerd. He was a little nerd. I he just, was really, really. Um, he, he honestly was, felt like an actual fucking well, doctor that is picked off the street and you're like, "Hey, you're a doctor. You want to be in a movie?" Yeah, and he was just very like lewd and. I yeah. didn't like him. I, I didn't... I'm fine with either one. Okay, so we're going to make it Ben Shankman. Because all, all of my... All of my... Um, my feelings towards like the whole Bobby storyline 
had nothing to do with his portrayal, that I think he was good, not necessarily, but I also didn't think he was bad. Whereas the other was Ben Shankman, the doctor, I felt was actually bad. Um, so that would be mine. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Faith with Wally, Waldka. I'm going to say that name. She played Frankie, the little girl. I thought she was a very good, she was really good, cute, cute kid actress. Like, was sad in the right parts. Yeah. Knew to like how to push my buttons in terms of yeah. making me think of my kid. Um, that's really about it. I mean, like, there's not really many other uh, people, you know. So yeah, we'll go Ryan Gosling and Ben Shankman. Uh, also want to shout out the the music in the movie. It's also very good. Oh, I forgot about the dog. Oh, the dog too. The dog gets out. That was the other thing that like hit me hard. Was like and then, like their reactions and Michelle Williams crying at that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. The dog's oh, the man. Now movie. I'm like, maybe she should. All right, so Ryan Gosling's the MVP, but Michelle Williams is really good. Well, yeah, close. It, they're 1A and 1B, but we only name one here on the show. We don't have any ties. Um, no ties allowed. Also, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. So this movie was delayed in filming. Yes, because he thought you're past. Yeah. And. That's not to say, like, I feel like she was affected by that at all. Like, in her performance, that's a shitty thing to say. But I could kind of almost feel it and see it in terms of, like, this is a very heavy, you know, heady relationship movie, you know, type situation. So I'll chalk that up to that. Anything else on Blue Valentine for you? Did you just cry? Did you cry? When else did you cry? I cried. I cried when the doggy died. I cried at the end, you know, like the uncertainty and and everything. Um, score it. Um, you nominated, so I actually scored first. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with an eight and a half. I was gonna go with an eight and a half. Uh, yeah. I thought you were gonna go higher than that. No, eight and a half. Eight and a half for Blue Valentine. I think it's very good. I think that's a, I think that's a very good score. Yeah, strong score for um, movie. Check it out. All right, um, my turn to nominate. Um, we've been on a very heavy, heavy streak here recently. Um, our next next week's podcast will be Matilda, so we're gonna break that. Um, I'm gonna continue to break it. I'm gonna go with two comedies. Okay. Specifically. Two superhero comedies. Okay. Um, they're really the only two. Well, one's much different than the other. Uh, Orgasmo. I don't even know what that is, Chris. That is the first, well, not the first, but the first major motion picture from Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Uh, right before or right during the time that South Park started. I didn't even know that we owned that movie. Oh, yeah, we own Orgasmo. Um, or Deadpool, before there's a sequel to it. To rewatch it. I'm going to go with Deadpool. I knew you were going to go with Deadpool. I still was like, you never know. Maybe you want to watch Orgasmo. Yeah, no, Deadpool. Now you're a man. I just wanted to, to sing that part. Um, so Deadpool. Watch Deadpool soon. Um, the, trailer, the new trailer came out. And I was like, man, we can't watch any of these superhero movies now because they all have sequels. I was like, ah, not this one. So Deadpool. But technically, aren't they all in the same universe? Deadpool is not. Deadpool is weird. <laughs> we'll just take Deadpool on its own. But it, isn't Deadpool like in like the X Men universe? No, because neither of those characters have been in other 
Um, Forte was in full. It's not. We're doing it. Shush. Um, get your foot out of my everything. <laughs> get your foot out of my life. <laughs> oh my god, my cut foot your, loves you. What did it ever your, do to you? Cut your foot off. I don't want it. Get your foot out of my face. I'm going to stab you in Kiss the foot it. with this pen. I'm going to write on your foot. No, don't do that. I'm going to draw on your foot. Why? Because it's funny to me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Mary with Movies. We encourage you, as always, check us out, arcadeaudio.net, for this podcast and the other ones in our network of shows. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, and Google. Leave us a review. Leave us five stars. It helps us out very, very much. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio to support the podcast and give us, uh, for us giving you bonus content, give us some money to help us uh, keep things running one more month. The Mullet Award nomination, the Mullet Awards are still available for you to vote on for a couple more weeks. ArcadeAudio.net slash The Mullets. We actually have some news on the Mullet concept that we uh unveiling to you here in a couple weeks but go vote tell your friends to vote for the best of the uh, mary movies podcast in 2017 and so follow us on social media at mary w movies on twitter facebook.com slash mary movies and send us an email mary with movies at gmail.com final thoughts this week is almost over thank god and you have a long weekend oh, i have god. a pseudo long weekend because I, I work saturday but i'm off still monday yes shout out to all those presidents out there Except our current one. <laughs> Shout out to all you presidents out there. Enjoy your President's Day. Hide your mistresses. Take out those wooden teeth and get underneath those famous bed sheets. I like this. I like this character I got going on here. Let me guess. It just sounds like all the. It sounds like Patrick Warburton. This is your captain speaking. Hi, I'm Patrick. I'm your DJ it here on like WFPD. Pa- it sounds like him before he went through puberty. This one goes out to all you lovers out there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Try- well. For Mullet. This is Radio DJ Mullet, signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on that couch. Slash the movies. Call in and dial up your requests. I don't like that character. I like him. How are you? So if you ran into this girl at the grocery store... Podcast is over. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.